Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to Tamarindo Podcast, hosted by me, Brenda Gonzalez, a political nerd and nonprofit capacity builder. And me, Ana Sheila Victorino, a queer well-being enthusiast and mindset coach. We are a Latinx empowerment podcast discussing politics, culture, and how to keep your calma with well-being practices and self-love. Welcome to the show. Hello, Tamarindo listeners. It's Brenda. We made it through another year of fantastic conversations. It truly means so much to have the privilege of reaching your ears. Thank you. On this special free-form version of Tamarindo, you'll hear Anna Sheila and I reflect on the year and on nearly five years of working together on Tamarindo, both on the podcast and the many activities beyond it. We want to thank you again for being a part of it. This is our last episode for the year, and we have an important announcement for you at the end of the episode. Tamarindo is back with new episodes in January, and as always, we welcome your pitches and ideas, and you can send those to contact at tamarindopodcast.com. Hey, Tamarindo Podcast listeners, guess what? It is our last episode of the year. Ana Sheila, ¿cómo estás? How are What's you? What's up, y'all? Aquí ando. I feel like the end of the year is so kind of intense, right? Because I feel like everyone doesn't do anything for the last two weeks. So todos estamos como en chinga. But I feel like you're in chinga like... like, to, like oh, for those of us that, that are like hustlers, sí, chinga. For the rest that are in salary, they don't do shit and they get to enjoy it. But it's, it sucks, right? Because it's yeah. like some of us are hustling. Yeah, I feel like I'm trying to like squeeze in what meetings can I still get with people so I can get on people's radar before the end. I'm like, what can I do before everybody leaves? And so I'm like, what can, yeah, I'm exhausted. Well, we are recording the day after a, uh, an example of and that in chinga, and I hope it leads to a lot of opportunities. And I wouldn't be surprised that it does because you were the star of the event, the queer oh, LA event. Yes. I mean, you, you gave a full on workshop, but like mini and quick, which is wonderful. So talk to the listeners about your experience at Queer LA and talk to the listeners a little bit about Baskin Being. Tell us about your experience because you're still riding that cloud even though you're exhausted. Yeah, I feel like after an event, como que no duermes bien, right? Because well, you yeah, have the energy. And you have the adrenaline and you probably go out after and I, to and celebrate. I out, yes. and I had a drink, you know, and I don't drink that much anymore. So I feel like, y, y comer, I, I was telling you, I ate some fried chicken. Y, ya no puedo comer. I can't eat like, like I've changed my, my eating habits a little bit and I feel like I'm so sensitive now whenever... Anyway, the event, um, it was really cute. It was um, focused around wellness and, and the queer community. Um, I It was just such a joy to participate. It's just, I, it just feels important that we're taking space in this, in, in the industry of wellness, because I think for a long time, it's been dominated by white people, by hetero people, and our community needs more of this type of work that's centering our identities. Right, and, and right. The, there's probably the folks that need it the most. You had so many great points. I'm going I'm to sum them up right now, but you go ahead. But what I didn't get to say, or maybe I did, you'll tell me, but that 
a lot of our identities, you know, being queer or being an immigrant, being brown, um, all of these things, we actually have a toxic stress load that by default, all of these things that you add up, um, we don't feel it's safe a lot of times, right? Well, like our safety has been endangered and that adds a toxic stress load that by default is actually higher for folks that have these identities than regular, than, not regular, but like folks that don't. Than typical. Well, maybe not. You're right. Not regular, not typical. Like but don't we have see these, in the mainstream, right? Right. And so it's like, we actually even need this sort of work even more often. If you have, mm-hmm. if you, if you identify with, if you have some of these identities, right? Yes. Yes. You did talk a little bit about coming with the identities. And I do remember you wanting to get to that point. Yeah, and that was that, that one was moment that where you're like, wait a minute. But the only time, but mira, aquí está. for those of you that made it to the event, here is the the extended version. Brenda, is so, you're so good at giving recaps. You're the best at giving recaps. Part of being an educator, I guess. Part of my, 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 my uh, short yeah, stint teaching. You're a good learner. <laughs> I'm a good learner. learner. <laughs> well, you know, one thing too that, that I thought was really important, I'm so glad that you made this point because of course you walked us through this wonderful toolkit that Baskin Being provides, really easy in the moment exercises that we can all tap into when we're feeling stressed. But I especially like that at the end you said, but look, listen, y'all, these are great tools for you in the moment, but the problems are systemic. The problems are systemic. So I really uh, value that you made that point because it's very important. And it's it's part of the greatest contribution of Anishela and Tamarindo is that we, it's the wellness, but it's yes and, right? Right? Yes, and your wellness. So yourself plus what are we doing to try to bring us bring attention to the systemic issues that need to change so that we aren't in chronic stress. We are imagining these different ways of being, the ways that we want to look the world look at well, the way we want the world to be. But while we exist in these systems, like we're going to keep tackling the bigger the bigger problems. But what can we do with where we are? And that's what we're trying to do too. Yes. And as you're speaking to this, um, I want to, I want to, I kind of acknowledge a couple of things for our listeners. And I'm sure a lot of us are probably feeling this and it's, it is this um, helplessness, at least for me, I'm speaking for myself, but I'm sure everyone's like me too, right? is this helplessness of what we're, um, what we're seeing in the palm of our hands, which is just genocide and torture and just horrible, horrible things. And I have wrestled and I'm just being, I don't have the answer here, but I'm just, I've been wrestling with this. I'm sure our listeners have too on how to engage because this is in my lifetime. I feel it's the first time that it's so in our, literally in the palm of our hands that we see what isn't new. Unfortunately, what isn't new is that the genocide and torture and the horrible things that are happening right now is not new, but it doesn't mean that because it's happened before, it doesn't mean that it should continue to happen. So of course we should be outraged. And as we're being outraged, um, it's sort of that balance too of like, at what point is scrolling hurting yourself and making you be um, paralyzed and no longer able to take action or do things. So again, I don't have the answer, but I just want to take a moment to acknowledge that this is why on this podcast, we really haven't gone deep on this topic, which is the other reason why we sort of kind of been off off our game when it comes to social media is because it just doesn't feel right. It just this moment doesn't feel right. Has this been emerging for you as well or with the clients that you speak to? Yeah. Like, I mean, I think with the, my coaching clients, it's come up like every conversation. I mean, it's, it's taking a toll on folks. And I think something that's really sad to me is that organizations, um, at least the organizations that they, they work for, they haven't really talked about this and talked about how in a meaningful way, it's been like one statement. They haven't talked about, oh, this might be affecting our employees ability to show up at work. 
right? And 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 how they there may folks may need additional support. And like that's what organizations like. If, if it's it's really sad to me how many organizations don't look at their employees as 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 humans. A lot of times, it's like we are not robots. And I know that a lot of folks seem to hope that we were, but we we are we are not. And it's just sad to see in so many ways how organizations, governments or whatever, like aren't, we're not seeing, are not seeing people's humanity. Yeah. And even more like, because there, I think there's been the tiny little baby steps, often symbolic only to think about like, oh, we're thinking about wellness. And Mira, there are organizations that are way better that are doing, that are doing it. And that's why, that's why we're, we do have, con- we are getting contracts or, you know. With- right. But what I want to say is that this specific conflict somehow is making people think twice before they can step. This is, right. this is what makes this specific yeah. issue really harmful because I feel like even the even well-meaning corporations or businesses that do want to think about the well-being of their, of their employees are terrified about how to delicately yeah. approach this very specific conflict. Yeah, because if you say the wrong thing in quotations, you, you might get fired. Exactly. The stakes are very high. So again, we don't have the answer. We have the solution, but, but we wanted to touch on this because I'm sure it's something, again, like you've already said, it's coming up in your work. It's in, in affecting what we do here on Tamarindo. It's affecting our listeners. And I guess the only thing that I could say, and maybe you can add to this, is that you're not alone because we're, we're feeling it as well. And, and, it, it can feel paralyzing. It can feel like you can't do much, but there are things you can do. One of the things we've done, and we'll, we'll, I'm sure we've we've done it as a, as an entity of Tamarindo, but of course individually, there's other ways that we've contributed. But when, there are funds, and we'll link them to the show notes of this episode. But there are funds to get some humanitarian aid, and that's one thing you could do if you need to unplug and not be on social and not amplify things because it is becoming harmful to you. That's okay too. There's just, I just want to leave people with that compassion. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I mean, also community, seeking community, get support from other folks, share with other folks. That's so important. Okay, we'll shifting gears. Um, like we said, this is the last episode of the season. So um, let's look at Tamarindo. Let's look at this year. Anything that comes to mind, again, there's no right or wrong answers as we do, we do for our guests. Are there a couple of matracas for the year? I know I have a few. I think Raizado. Raizado Fest is always a huge matraca. So for folks, uh, we've mentioned it in the past, and there's a couple episodes where we talk specifically about Raizado Fest, but it's a gathering of Latino um, thought leaders and entertainment leaders and, and nonprofit leaders that are all aligned in the mission that we need to celebrate who Latinos are in the U.S. and our contributions and address the systems that keep us behind. So we're aligned in that. that this is the, what brings all of these particular people together. And it is just so touching and, and what an honor to be invited for the second year on the second one, right? So 100% of the time we've been invited and it's been wonderful. So yes. to me, that's the biggest matraca. Well, a lot to that one is getting to actually lead uh, an exercise. Yeah. Because last year, you know, we were media and this year we actually got to do something for the community. Yeah, we're so, part of the wellness component. Yeah. They're like, oh, wellness, us too. That felt really special to like um, contribute and, 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 and have an offering for, for folks this year. Yes, that was really, really fun. And again, Raizaldo, if you're, on, if you're listening, we are all ears. We're still available. The, as you know, each one of us have a lot of different strengths that we can contribute. It was super fun to kind of team up for this particular way that we did this. It was a workout 
followed by the calma of some of the tools that you have from Baskin Being. So cute. And, I, and it feels really important to give give this to folks, especially folks that like let, were attending Raisada, which are, you know, like hustlers or do so much for their community and often don't. They often don't put themselves first. Yes, exactly. I'll do another event as my matraca. Yes, what else? Um, so the event when I just had moved back to LA, we did a self-love con corazón oh my God, yes. live event. And I thought that was really cute and heartwarming. We partnered with the with our partner and our live event par- partner, the, the independent um, pop-pop bookstore. They're amazing. Y'all check it out if you are on the east side of LA. Um, it was just so cute. It was just so cute to be in community and I had just moved back and yeah, I loved it. That was so special. It feels like 10 years ago, but that was this year. It does. It, does. it, was, it was this year. <laughs> Isn't it um, weird? Because like the year has gone so fast. So quickly. But yet but we've done like so a, much done that so it much. feels like a long time it ago. Does, it does. It does. Like a long time este, ago. A ver, ¿qué más? Oh, what's a favorite? What's an episode that comes to mind that you really love well, doing? Well, I mean, gosh, every time is always so special. Like it's always so much fun. But I was... Or favorite really, interview. Who was, was an interview you love doing? episode that comes to mind, and I guess it's a combination of interviews, but what was when I was able to speak to two literary, literary legends, two Latina literary legends, because we like alliteration, Miriam Gurba and Esmeralda Santiago. Fantastic. It was very different books and just really di- very different conversations and, and being able to dive deep into what inspired their book, what the book is about, what their legacy is. Um, I think that Miriam is building her legacy. I think that Esmeralda has a legacy. And it's just so wonderful to kind of see the generational span that these two women represent. And also the geographies, right? We have Puerto Rico, we have Chicanas. I mean, it's just, it was, that was a really special episode and that really stands out for me. But what about for you? Um, well, it's hard to pick one, but I think something that I really love this year is that I got to speak to folks that I've been, that are kind of doing community. Well, I mean, we speak to so many community activists, but people that are doing a lot in their community who I've been following for years, but I hadn't gotten to interview. And I, the, who comes to mind for that is Jessica Salgado, the, the poet. So I loved interviewing her. Y también Joana Toruño, who um, is the founder of Un- Unapologetic Street Series and does street art. Quien más, the founder of... Um, Ikiwa, who's been doing some awesome things with fashion. So all that. But I think my favorite might have been um, and getting to interview Annie Gonzalez, the, the actress who was in... Um, was that even this year? It that was this matter. year, girl. That was, that this, was year. this Are you yeah. sure? Yeah, girl. That was beginning of the year. It might have been the first episode. Yeah. Dang, dude. This year's been 10 years on Tamarindo time. <laughs> so Annie Gonzalez, um, who was in... What was it? It was a movie called Flamin'... Oh, Flamin' Hot. She's in Flamin' Hot. She is um, has an upcoming movie where she put, she plays Jenny Rivera, which is coming up. But yeah, I think that was the most the most fun. But yeah, I mean, I feel like we've gotten to do such beautiful interviews this year. Comes full circle because we we met her at Raizados at the first Raizados. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that was this like that was this first year. Crazy. Yeah, well, lots to celebrate. Looking at the year on Tam, from Tamarindo's perspective. It's Tuki 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 season, and lucky for me, I've got my hands full of Thrive Cosmetics turquoise tubes like their brilliant eye brightener and award-winning tubing mascara. This means that I'm ready to look fabulous to sit in la sala on Nochebuena. As you shop for your makeup-wearing loved ones, I hope you will gift them Thrive Cosmetics products that also support the communities and causes that matter, like addressing homelessness. Slay all season long with their Liquid Lash Extension Mascara, available in limited edition holiday packaging for the perfect stocking stuffer. Give the gift of Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order 
at thrivecosmetics.com. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash tamarindo for 20% off your first order. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, well, lots to celebrate looking at the year on th- from Tamarindo's perspective. What about personally? What is 2023? What are the matracas? What are the basuras? What are the calmas? Yeah, I mean, I think I moved back to LA and that feels like the like a really big shift in, in my life after two years living in Mexico City. Yeah. So, and I think with there's matracas and basuras to that, like readjusting, to moving to a city that you know, but it's a new city. You're in a great you're part a of the party. city, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah I'm, Bo- I'm in Boyle Heights on the east side. And so it's felt, I felt very at home um, being back in LA, but it also feels, it feels familiar, but new. And that feels exciting. It feels good to be here. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. So I think that's been the, the biggest matraca is sort of coming back to LA. And I think what's the biggest basura? I mean, I think just some things that I hoped would, um, you know, pan out professionally that didn't pan out. But I mean, I've, I've, I'm really proud of a lot of the things that I've gotten to do this year. I think I really pushed myself. I've gotten on a lot of st- more stages than I feel like I ever have in my life. So that's cool. I got to perform a story that felt like a oh, really big is. matraca. Yes, that was this perform year. a story. Um, and just did a lot, like a lot, I think a lot of things on, on stage and really pushed myself. And so, yeah, I think that's that's what's sticking out is just really trusting in myself and and just really focusing on, on my growth. Que bueno. ¿Y tú? Um, let's see. This year, to me, felt, I mean, it's interesting. We just had this conversation about episodes that did feel like a long year when we yeah. speak at Tamarindo terms. But as a year, it flew by. Yeah. I can't believe that the year is like almost ending. Yeah. But but more than anything, this year felt like a holdover year, like nothing really remarkable, unless uh, except for the fact that I turned 40. I think that, that felt like a milestone. But it also felt overwhelming this year because it, it really felt like the the world not totally learning the lessons of, of the, of the yeah. pandemic and kind of shifting back to some, some of these, um, hyperproductive pressure cooker feelings, yeah. the return of in-person events. Cause th- there were definitely a lot of in-person events in 2022, but this year, this year felt like there was really no reason not to have an in-person event. So yeah. lots of the, the all, concerts like were, were like on one, like every single band, in the world was touring. So there was a lot of like, yeah. like, oh, do I need to go to that? Should we buy tickets to this? Like, so it, it just felt like all of this pent up 
pressure from the last few years during the pandemic just threw up in yeah. 2023. Totally. So that's the energy that I felt from this year. And kind of want to ask you a little bit about what this year really feels like the post-pandemic year, although COVID is still here and many people have died, unfortunately, have been hospitalized, hospitalized this year. So not minimizing that, but it, but in the way that the world has opened up, it feels like a post-COVID world. But I really want to pause for a second and just think about like 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023. I mean, it's wild that it's been that many years, but what, like, what shifts have there been in this block of time that's the... The, coming through the pandemic and coming out of it. Any shifts in your mind? I mean, there's been plenty for me. Yeah. What's a big shift personally? I mean, or just in general, in general. I mean, I would say yeah, like... Yes. Go ahead. So what are you thinking? I mean, for, for, I mean my, my life is completely radically changed yeah, because yeah, totally. I... And, and I mean, you sort of got a head start. Yeah, I mean, you I got a head start I, from the world. Before, before the pandemic, you already were like, you know, fuck this nine to five. I'm going to follow my passions yeah, totally. and do what I want to do. Then in 2020, 2020... One, many people are like, oh, me too. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. Me it's too. true. It's true. On that. And, and, and I'm one of those people, yeah. you know, that I, I, that I don't have the traditional nine to five and have got, I guess another matraca for the year through Tamarindo is this great partnership with Delcy Sandoval of Ocupación. And we're yeah. doing the first yeah. in the inaugural um, Encuentro retreat, sold out. We have a great w- group of women. It's going to happen early next year. But, um, just doing that, like, felt like an adventure. And I, and so, you know, I, I publicized that on LinkedIn and everywhere. So people that knew me as like somebody that worked at Wells Fargo and somebody that wore a suit and somebody that then worked for a very prestigious, very corporate, like national nonprofit. One of my friends was really like, what, like in a way that kind of made me feel defensive, yeah. was sort of like, like, well, oh, what is your end game with doing this Encuentro thing? Yeah. And literally I, I don't have like an end game. Yeah. <laughs> I do things because like, you want to fun. Let's yeah. fucking try it. That is the way I approach things. Yeah. And, um, and, and I just, after speaking to her, I did feel very like, shoot, am I doing something wrong? Am I like, you know, should I, is it, has it been a mistake that I'm not advancing in my career that I don't have a ton of money in my 401k? Like it really made me question all my choices. But after I kind of sat with that, I was like, you know what? Like I'm actually rich in time. Yeah. I'm rich in time. I'm rich in creativity. Yeah, I'm rich in exploring. And that just feels more important to me right now. Yeah. So at the end I felt better. So, but, I, but like, yeah. I think part of that shift is allowed or is permitted by what the, we all kind of felt experiencing a, in, in, in a sense, yeah. sort of like our mortality, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel that. Um, I love, I love what you were saying about rich richness, right? Like, and I, I feel like that's a thought that I've had too. It's like, you know, I, my life has, my life has felt so rich since I made that shift that I, you know, that I did start before the pandemic. It's like, if there's anything that I can say is that my life has been so rich and you know, that I've gotten to experience so many cool things and, and, and projects and, 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 finally go back to, to Mexico, you know, which is something that I thought that I wasn't going to get to do. And for some reason I saw all these obstacles getting in the way of that. And it's like, so those are the things that's, I think that's the, the thing that has changed is not seeing so many obstacles in the way of what I want. Um, and, and just me doing my best to keep believing in myself and, and trusting in myself. Um, y también, I mean, I think it, it has been a little disappointing. Like, I think I had big hopes for society like going into the pandemic. Like that would come out better, right? Yeah, I really did. And it, and it was tough to see that I, I, I didn't really, I mean, in some ways, yes. You can always, there's all, you can always find, not always, but like a lot of times you can find bright spots and, 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 and 
from from the pandemic for sure. But I was I was hoping for society to move in a different direction because I'm, I'm I'm an optimist. I'm an eternal op- optimist, and so it was a little bit sad. But I think what's really helped me and it's also helping me through like for example like the conflict and and, and the genocide and, and Palestine and all these really tough things that are happening is like, I, so I guess the shift for me, or I don't know if it's a shift or more of a double down is, is my commitment to keep working and doing things that help bring healing in some way mm-hmm. rather mm-hmm. than contributing to toxicity. And even if that means that I'm not going to have as much money as someone who is deep in the trenches of capitalism. So like investment bankers, all these people that make money from being working in money. Yeah. Right. Like, I feel like I just want the work that I do to contribute to positive things in this world, to healing things in this world, because there's so much that does the opposite. Mm -hmm. And like, even if I can't change what's happening in Palestine or I can't help what's happening, what what I can do is keep committing to look what I'm doing with my work. And, and, and that, cause that's all it's cause that, you know, that's, that's something that seed grows, right. And you impact it and you don't know truly the extent of the work that you do and who it touches. And if we're all kind of working on things and keep believing that we can have an impact, then more people are doing that and that energy spreads. Right. So if we, if you continue to have hope, if you continue to have an opportunity to do healing things, I feel like that's, that's all we can, that's all I can do. Like, I, I want to just leave this world feeling like, and I, I had a friend who said this, but feeling like I was a good ancestor. And that from, that's really stuck with me. I want to feel like I was a good ancestor who contributed to the generations that come after me and also this earth in a healing way. Yeah, well, that's yeah. really wonderful. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Well, um... We have this is a special episode for many reasons. One is because we're actually in person. We've been doing the Zoom thing for a while. And two, it's the end of the year. There's no more episodes for the rest of the year. But three, this is also, we're marking a little bit of a shift at Tamarindo. So tell the listeners, what is your, your, your summary of the shift and donde vas? Yeah, I mean, so this is, yeah, this is a big moment. And, it, and I think it's, you know, continuing to trust in our intuition and our feeling. Um, and so it's my last episode as an official Tamarindo co-host. So it's an end of an era, almost five years that we've been doing. This is the longest job, lo, job, yeah. longest job I've had. It's a passion project. Job is yeah. very generous. Yeah, I'm using the word job, but I mean, we've, I mean, we've invested yes, a lot yes, of time yes, and yes. resources and tried a bunch of things. Um and yeah, so it's I my last official episode as a co-host. I'm over here getting yeah, emotional. Yeah, but she's gonna be but, contributing, y'all. You won't. So is I, that the I, last I, of her? Yeah, I, I will um, pop in 
every every now and then. But um, yeah, and I'm I'm I, I want to see what I want Tamarindo to evolve and see how that happens. And and I want to and I'm going to give myself an opportunity to ex- kind of go deeper into my work with Baskin Being and, and and wellness and yeah, ver qué más. I'm, I'm open to other creative projects and just. Just trusting and, and opening myself, and so yeah, yeah, no, no, no solid plans. But I mean, yeah, check out the work that I'm doing with Baskin Being, and and um, we'll definitely keep you in the loop if I end up working on another creative project. Which I, I mean, I'm definitely wanting to just do more creative things, more writing. And we'll see what happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's the big change for our Tamarindo listeners is that Nanashe is not going to be a consistent co-host, but the door is open for her to come visit when she would like. And what we're going to do is we're going to be back in January and we might have a series of guest co-hosts. We'll see. You all have to listen to, to see the evolution. But what will continue to always be true about Tamarindo is that this will always be a platform to elevate our community. We will never let go of Anasheda's contribution of also celebrating wellness and our well-being. And we will continue to have great people on the podcast. So that's all going to continue, but it might change just a little bit. Our logo might change because it can't be, I can't have curly hair Anna Shayla on the logo anymore if she's not a regular co-host. But, you know, other than that, I really think we're going to keep building on this seven years of legacy of Tamarindo. Actually, I guess in March will be eight, but I want to do some matracas of the, of Anna Shayla's time at Tamarindo. So, okay. So, um, big matraca, I think what, Really, uh, like the, the the first Tamarindo live event that we ever did. It was hot as fuck, but we did it. Yeah. Remember, we did an actual workshop yes, in it was person. So cute. It was cute. And we did a live Tamarindo episode. Yeah. So, Matraca to Ana Sheila. Like saying, all right, vamos, let's do this. Let's do this first live event. And, and that kicked off a series of a number of in-person event, virtual events. So amazing. Matraca to Ana Sheila for that. Yeah. Um, during Ana Sheila's tenure on Tamarindo, we were recognized by Oprah Magazine. We basically, we could die right now because like, that's it. Like, what that's else, what else what do you want? You know, you what know, else you do you know? want? <laughs> so that happened during Ana Sheila's time on Tamarindo. Something I should have mentioned as the Matraca for the year is that we got to, speaking of, you know, you, I know you got to tell a, a story, but we got to co-host... An amazing podcast, the Risk podcast, best podcast in the world, honestly. Second, second to Tamarindo. No, I'm just kidding. No, literally, it's the best. You all need to listen to it. And we had the great opportunity together to guest co-host that. We already mentioned Raizado. That's definitely a highlight of our time together as Tamarindo. What else? What are some of your favorite things that you'll take away from your time here? Everything you listed, those are great. Um, I think just building, like, I, I love creating things. And so this was one of the most beautiful projects to get to contribute. And I feel like we really shaped it in a really meaningful, meaningful way. Like we made a business. We, um, we formalized, yeah, we, we formalized a business. We, we got picked up by a network. Like yes, true. these are yes. very, like, yes, very yes, yes. like big things, you know, uh, the fact that we kept going, um, for as, uh, have Absolutely. been going for as long as we have and consistently been releasing when we're on releasing episodes every week. So, um, everything that we built, like all the, just the, the process around it, like this is a real, like, this is a real thing, you right. know, I mean, a it's, it's been a real time. thing. Absolutely. Um, so I think just the work that, that we put into 
you know, developing this baby. Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like, you know, I, I joined and we took it. I don't know what you thought of it before, but if it was a baby or a teen or whatever. I like but to it, think of it as a baby. But, but it, it's, it's still a, a baby. But, but, but I feel like it's, you know, it's maybe an adult, an adolescent No, now. I don't want it to be a teen. I don't want to have B.O. or hair. Ew. But, but, but yeah, I mean, those are some how, great how things. Yes. How it's grown, you yes. know? Um, and I think for me, just um, personally, uh, just the, the confidence in, in believing in, in myself and, and my voice in, in, in the most meaningful way. And I think it's allowed me to believe in my voice and, and other capacities. And, you know, I think before I joined you, I had been struggling from a, a paralyzing, like uh, public speaking anxiety or just performance anxiety. And I'd been working, I had started to work through it. And then you met me when I was doing a panel, but for some reason, and I, and I spoke about this on another episode, as an adult, I started to feel some really, really deep anxiety. Um, and I, you know, would bail on things that I was supposed to speak at, or just had a really, really hard time and poco a poco, you know, took little pasitos to, to break through it. And I think that working on this podcast was really helpful in that way. Cause it gave me a, I, I got to practice, but I wasn't on a stage, but then we did get on stages. And I feel like now I feel so much more comfortable on stages than I ever, yeah. I ever have. And it's obviously, you know, it's taken time, but it, last night was an example, right? I felt so good on that stage for the queer yes, um, wellness yes, event. Yes. So I, I, yeah, it's, I think, um, a marker of the prog. I mean, both of our growth, we've both grown in, and I think really meaningful ways through, through this project. Yes. Like, yes. Those are huge, this. huge. And yeah, I mean, just witnessing it, right? Because I remember the first time you were on Tamarindo, you were a guest. Yeah. And, and you know, like the fear, like the oh, yeah. fear was even, even, the, even the episodes at first, I felt very nervous for a long time. And now she's selling out KPCC events. <laughs> okay. <laughs> LAS. Tampoco, pero. Yes, pero, yes, you know, yes. I mean, yeah, we're getting to do, I've gotten to do such beautiful events and I yeah. love it. Yeah, so, well, a big heartfelt matraca from all our Tamarindo listeners to Anna Sheila, to mark this this specific moment and shift on the podcast. And just thank you so much. But <laughs> a big thank you from me, a big thank you from producer Jeff, who's also been witnessed, uh, witnessed the evolution of the podcast and, and has also been a big, huge part of this project from day one. So yeah, with that, we want to tell our listeners that... Uh, Thank you for listening this year. Thank you for writing your reviews. Thank you for sending your love notes. Make sure you give a, a, an extra love note to Anna Sheila. You can always find her on, what is your Instagram handle? It's la underscore Anna Sheila. I would love for y'all to follow me. I definitely want to start to be more active. I've taken a bit of a break, I think, as a lot of people have, but would love to share some of my creativity there. So would love y'all to, you know, check in with me. Yeah. And if folks want to learn more about Baskin Being, where do they go? They go to baskandbeing.com, B-A-S-K-A-N-D-B-E-I-N-G.com. I'll put that, in, cool. I'll put that in the show notes. I-N-G-O, B-I-N-G. Okay, with that, adios, ponte un suéter, hasta la próxima, chao. Nos vemos, los quiero, bye. Bye. Tamarindo Podcast is Brenda Gonzalez and Ana Sheila Victorino with production support by Karina Riverall of Sonoro Media. Jeff Ricards produced our theme song. To learn more about us and get in touch, go to tamarindopodcast.com. Sonoro. 
Are you ready to turn your best ideas into a thriving online business? Introducing Shopify, your no-excuses business partner. You might not realize, but our podcast, More Than Mammies, it's a business. And we started it, of course, to talk about maternity, not to become an e-commerce expert. So yeah, we needed some help selling our merch and getting our store up and running. Another sale. Shopify is a commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. No matter if you are a garage entrepreneur or a big business, Shopify is the only tool you need to start and grow your business without the struggle. With Shopify single dashboard, you can manage orders, shipping, and payments from anywhere, giving you the insights you need wherever you are. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash sonoro or lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash sonoro to take your business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash sonoro. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.